All right. Welcome, welcome to another episode of The Other Side of the Studio. This is where we have real conversations about real life as it pertains to your health and well-being. So welcome to The Other Side of the Studio. Now, I am so excited about my guest today. My guest today also made the choice to move to the other side of the doors. We'll talk about that. But Sadie Klein has been a, an MP for going on 10 years, but she has been in the nursing industry for many years. Sadie, welcome. I cannot wait to have this conversation, a conversation with you. As I said, we're live, we're organic, and we are real here. <laughs> but I cannot wait to have this conversation with you. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here with you, Lauren, and have this discussion today. Yeah, yeah. So as I said, you made the choice to move to the other side of the door, and I'll let you explain that as a nurse practitioner for many years, you now have launched a new business. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a blue Sky. Blue Sky Health Solutions. Yes. We're a PLLC, um, so licensed through the Board of Nursing. And um, I'm a family nurse practitioner by training and a certified health coach through the um, National Society of Health Coaches. It's a national organization. And I really sort of fell into it a little bit. Uh, I started my healthcare career as an EMT. So I, I kind of feel like I've gone from one extreme to the other where, you know, as an EMT, people are having sometimes the worst day of their life um, and they're having a health crisis. Uh, and then from that career, I moved into inpatient nursing and worked in cardiac step down, which is a similar type of, you know, health crisis, heart attacks and strokes and things of that nature. Um, and then I decided to go back to school and become a nurse practitioner. And I wanted to focus more on, on primary care and, um, move a little bit more towards preventative care. I uh, worked in urgent care, um, which was a mix of, of patients, um, some having acute problems. But um, one of the things I really enjoyed in that role was doing um, smoking cessation counseling. Uh, and Unfortunately, if you had the state health plan, you were required to come for counseling and listen to my spiel every year. And over the years, I start to start to see that as a little bit of a missed opportunity uh, because my background and training hadn't really well prepared me for the coaching aspect of those types of visits. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it was not that the patient felt they um, didn't understand the health consequences of smoking. It was that they didn't know how to tap into their own internal motivation um, or reasons for wanting to be healthier, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, so I started to look into um, really the science of how, how do people feel motiva motivated to make health changes and how I could help facilitate that through my conversations with them. And I went ahead and found a certification course that uh, used scientific evidence. It's only for healthcare professionals 
to uh, do. And I started implementing it as I was taking the course and the results were just amazing. It, it really um, turned the tables and put the ball back in the patient's court and put them in control of making positive health changes that they could really stick with because they had found that uh, really the why of why, why do I want to be healthier? Why does it matter? I don't want to be healthier because my job told me I have to go quit smoking. That's not the reason. That's not the reason for anybody <laughs> to make any type of health change. There's always something underlying that is, is that internal motivation. Absolutely. Um, so I, unfortunately, in a lot of the settings I'd worked in previously, uh, these things take time. So I that's when I started to think about creating my own space and my own vision for how I could help people in that way, how I could create the, the time to spend with them and really dive in and provide the ongoing support that people need to make profound health changes. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that you were limited um, in doing so in really giving your patients the care that you wanted to give them, but you felt restricted given that it was in uh, an environment that was controlled by the medical field? I do. I, I feel there are a lot of limitations in that setting. Uh, the, the key one being time. Mm -hmm. um, reimbursement is determined by the time you spend with somebody. And that's just the unfortunate reality of working in that type of setting. I I have not spoken to a single provider that wouldn't be thrilled to have more time with a patient. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what setting you're in. You would love to have more time to spend because there is always more that can be done and accomplished if, if you're given time as an additional tool. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, and what do you feel? I mean, I think that, you know, those of us listening and those of us that kind of know on the outside of the, you know, the medical profession, um, but, you know, what do you feel was the main, you know, the, the, the contribution to that? Is it because of the demand? Is it because of, you know, what, what in your perspective being on the inside, it, it causes that, you know, and I think, Anyway, I'll let you expand on that. Yeah. So, I mean, some of it's the way the system is designed. Mm -hmm. um, it's, uh, I guess, that it's not based on, I guess, I, I I'm having a hard time articulating it. So well, yeah. I guess maybe it's not based really on really the patient. It's based on the number, get, the numbers getting through the, you know, just making sure I just, you yes. know, it's not. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that, that's a good point. Um, by, you know, metrics of, I, I, at my old, job, I was one of the metrics that I was measured against was how many patients I could see in an hour. Mm. Uh, so yeah, there was that factor of, you know, you get, you get praise from your employer if you comply with these metrics to see a certain number of patients per hour, which I, I understand that they need a measurement to look at the financial side of running 
a healthcare business, right? Mm -hmm. You can't spend six hours with somebody, one patient and call it a day that that doesn't work either. So there has to be a balance there. Yeah, um, <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, I know that as, as most people that have heard me in the past speak is that I am, you know, definitely this advocate for this need for for change in our healthcare. Um, it just gets me kind of really flared when I start thinking about um, you know, just how we are, uh, you know, managing our healthcare system and, but then how we are treating our patients and it's, uh, it just is not right for this, you know, um, yeah. But from your perspective, do you see, or did you see before you decided to make this shift in your work, uh, which I applaud you for making the shift because it is so needed. Um, and those of you with your experience and, you know, your expertise and being able to then give your clients and your patients the care that will really support them through their journey of healing and, and moving into a healthier space. Mm -hmm. um, but inside the, you know, the office of, you know, the doctor's offices, I hear a little hint of change. Like I hear some new language going on, mm -hmm. which is refreshing. Were you hearing that before you decided to make a shift? Um, a little bit. I Girl. think that I, I honestly, I think that the pandemic and COVID and the extra stresses and pressures that were placed on healthcare workers during that time. I think that, caused a lot of healthcare workers to rethink how things were being done. And it really magnified some of the problems within the system, I think, because mm -hmm. uh, as, as staffing levels fell, uh, it became more and more challenging to meet the demands that were in place. Uh, but I am seeing, so I um, am part of a cohort of nurses who are studying functional medicine Mm -hmm. And it's really so it, it lights me up because it's a hundreds of nurses across the country that are uh, looking to make this shift, use, looking to use their skills as nurses and nurse practitioners to help patients understand what parts of their health they have control over. Mm -hmm. that they're not destined by their genetics or their you know current state of being to go on a certain health trajectory. Mm -hmm. If we take a minute and take a, a detailed look at what's going on, uh, there is a lot that was is within the patient's control um, that can just make them feel so much better, make them have a, a much better quality of life. And honestly, probably longer quantity of life too. Um, but I think... Uh, the quality is probably the more important part to most people when they think about how they feel on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, so uh, I think that um, between the Institute of Nurse Coaches and Institute of Functional Medicine collaborating in this way, they're really uh, helping to mobilize nurses and nurse practitioners into this role, give them the tools, the the science-backed approach to um, 
targeting really the, the why of asking the question of why, why do you feel this way? Why, why do you have XYZ symptoms? Why do you have these health conditions? And what can we do to minimize your symptoms or slow down the progression of your disease or, or turn it around and, and, you know, help you get to a better place with your health? That's really, that's the thing I feel passionate about. I mean, so passionate about that, you know, I, I have a pro bono program. I, I really want people, I don't want finances to be a barrier for people. Mm-hmm. I, I just, you know, if someone's willing to spend the time with me, I am happy to see them regardless of, you know, what limitations they have financially. Because as we know, as you move into more of a holistic approach to health, a lot of times it's not covered by insurance companies. Mm -hmm. It's not um, something that you can monetize in that way, I guess, is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I, I don't, like that that is a factor of moving into into this space moving through this door i i wish that or i hope actually for the future where um this type of service is valued by insurance companies that they see uh these benefits for the patients are benefiting them too right they're saving money they're not having to spend thousands of dollars on, you know, pages of prescription medicine. Um, Mm -hmm. And I I think it is shifting that way. I think it will take some time for that to really uh, take hold and be something of the future. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, oftentimes we'll, you know, sit with a potential client if we're going through the process of, you know, discovery is looking at numbers and looking at almost the savings of moving into, yes, it's out of pocket, but long-term. Right. Um, the, the benefits far, you know, outweigh, you know, having to stay in a situation that is not ideal. And most often laying it out like that, I have seen, you know, oh, you know, the, just the change of perspective, mm-hmm. because it is, I'm in the same situation where it is, you know, it's an out-of-pocket expense, but you guys on the other side, if you really sit down and look at the numbers, um, it will, you're actually coming out ahead. Um, so just kind of putting a little plug into that, just kind of think, you know, think on that. I realize that you know, cost can, you know, be, you know, obvious, an obvious consideration here when you're choosing to uh, take part of any uh, service or, you know, modality that is here from a holistic position. Um, But do sit down with, you know, Sadie or anyone that you're speaking with and really look at the numbers before you make that distinction, because it really may open your eyes and go, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. Um, Because I'm with you in terms of hoping, you know, the desire for that to shift, um, you know, in the future of it being, you know, you know, accepted by our insurance companies. But, you know, regardless, I feel like, you know, these holistic services, no doubt are out to serve 
I think the reason we are in this is to be a better provider and to, you know, give all of our clients and patients the care that they deserve uh, versus it just being about a number and pushing them through with the prescription. It really is helping, you know, and I know you because we've had numerous conversations about your heart, your care, your, you know, passion for wanting to help others. And, and it's, it's truly that heart-centered place is what is going to give your patients, that's what's going to give them the most optimal care there could be. And I'm with you that, you know, I strongly, well, I know 100%, I believe in in my bones and my blood is that uh, we do have the ability to become our own medicine. We are our own medicine. We just haven't been taught how to be our own medicine. Um, so, yes, thank you for letting me, you know, go off and just be a little side note on that. It's just giving, giving a plug is just really, you know, the listener sitting down and listening to your holistic provider. Um, you may be shocked at how the numbers will play differently, even outside of insurance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of, um, things that are hard to measure when you look at, health benefits, right? Like back to the smoking cessation example, you can calculate how much your cigarettes were costing you, right? You can say, I was, I was smoking a pack a day or whatever, however long you were smoking. Wow. Um, but because everybody's different and their genes are expressed differently and things like that, it's hard to predict from the moment that you quit smoking, what was the what was the savings on your health cost over your lifetime? If you stop smoking in time that you don't develop lung cancer or you, you know, don't have COPD or uh, these other uh, health conditions that are a result of years and years of smoking. Mm -hmm. uh, there are, are many health conditions like that. Diabetes, for example, if we, if we, target and treat pre-diabetes, how much are we saving from, you know, health cost perspective versus letting someone live with the risk of pre-diabetes for many years and then they develop diabetes? Uh, it, it's, you know, I, I think I, of course, 100% see the benefit of targeting these things earlier. Uh, it's, it really is, I think, shifting our perspectives within our culture, uh, you know, in, in traditional medical model, it's, like I said, you're having a health crisis or you have a disease, uh, but there is so, there's such a spectrum of health prior to that moment. Mm -hmm. And that's really why I, for this talk, I was like, well, let's go with how healthy do you want to be, right? Because everybody has their own thoughts and, and backgrounds and beliefs about what health means to them and what healthy is. Uh, and, you know, there's no wrong answer, right? So what are you willing to do? What are you willing to change? Um what is going well with your health and you want to hold on to those things because you see the benefit of them. Mm -hmm.
Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I love your discovery of why and why, and, you know, I do those seven whys of, you know, we can always find something deeper under the hood um, that really will bring forward, I think, the, the true, you know, uh, place where that whatever is exposing itself is coming from. And, you know, more often it's not what we think it is. It really is much deeper and underlying. And that discovery that you're sharing really does um, make a huge difference in helping others try to locate where it's actually coming from. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of care that I know Sadie gives because I've had, you know, as I said, so many beautiful opportunities to meet with you and have conversations um, outside of this space. Um, so that is beautiful. And I love that we, you know, you titled it, you know, how healthy do you want to be? And I'm with you that we do have that control. Like it really is in your control and prevention is definitely the best. But if you are now in the needing to find a cure space, um, knowing that with that determination, knowing that it will take some time, there is no quick fix. Um, But with the right care and with the right guidance, you can move through any situation, I feel, whether it is, you know, just it it can help definitely prevent further, you know, the, the furthering the symptoms of whatever it is that you may have, it may eradicate it. Um, You know, but it really does take that choice of how healthy do you want to be in answering that question. So I invite all of you listeners to, um, it, to take some time with that question uh, that Sadie has brought forward is just think about how healthy you want to be and what does that look like? Uh, we would love to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. So Sadie, on that, how uh, is it best for the viewers to get in touch with you? Um, and I will pop your uh, email or, you know, your website. Okay. Yeah, so my website is blueskyhealthsolutions.com. Any email inquiries can be sent to info at blueskyhealthsolutions.com. Okay, I'm also going to create a banner so that everybody can see it. I know I was saying I'm doing this very spontaneously on the fly here. (laughs) As I said, we are very raw and organic here. So Mm -hmm. you know you're getting the real deal. (laughs) Uh, And if anyone is interested in just, uh, you know, meeting me through Zoom or in person, uh, they can schedule that directly through my website too. So I do... um, sort of a free initial consultation to just chat about what people's goals are and whether or not I would be a good fit for to help them with whatever those goals may be. Excellent. I wanted to make sure I got the spelling right. And we'll just, I'm going to put this up here. So you can visit Sadie at blueskyhealthsolutions.com. I got the spelling correct. And as you were saying that they can reach out through the website to book a consultation with you to further explore. And I encourage everyone to book that call with Sadie. She is amazing and has taken her practice of years inside the medical doors and she's moved them outside the doors to give you 
like the most unbelievable service. So um, I strongly encourage you to just book that call. If she has it open now and, and uh, a free consultation, no doubt jump on that. So, <laughs> um, so Sadie, just so wonderful to have you. Is there any lasting you know, message that you want to leave the listeners with uh, before we part ways? Um, I guess I, I just like to encourage people to have hope, right? So there are a lot of different ways you can uh, navigate through your own health and wellness. And I don't want you to feel discouraged. There, There is hope. There are people out there that want to help you find answers and find a, a plan and a solution that will work for you. And I might not be it. Someone else, Lauren, might be it. <laughs> Some of the other wonderful folks that her and I know and have worked alongside might be it. Uh, but I just encourage you to be help, hopeful and uh, keep keep looking. If you don't find the answer the first time you look, just keep looking. You'll find it. Yes, yes, that is so beautiful, Sadie. Always wonderful to have a conversation with you. And I know that the listeners have been so grateful for hearing your message, your story, and congratulations to you on your move outside uh, to the other side of the doors. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, well, until next time, everyone. So grateful to have all of you listeners here and we'll see you on the other side of the studio. <laughs>